Here's a story from the right coast of Canada, Halifax, to be specific. Uh, They've become one of the first big cities in Canada to ban smoking of any kind on all municipal property. That includes roads, parks, sidewalks, and this bylaw is expected to be implemented sometime after Labor Day, but before the recreational cannabis smoking becomes legal across Canada on October 17th. And a lot of people say this is, you know, directly, it's a reaction to the legalization of marijuana, and they're worried about this move because they feel it is heavy-handed. It discriminates uh, against those people with low incomes. They tend to be the people that smoke. And what are they going to do now? Rob Cunningham is on the line right now. He's senior policy analyst with the Canadian Cancer Society. Rob, welcome to the show. Thanks very much, Kelly. Glad to be with you. You say this is just the beginning of an inevitable trend. Why? Well, we've been seeing over time, the last number of decades, increasing restrictions on where you can smoke. And over the last five, ten years, there's been increasing restrictions on where you can smoke outside. And, you know, provincially in Ontario, we have you can't smoke on children's playgrounds, on sports fields that are outdoors. Um, many municipalities have gone further in terms of beaches. We can't smoke on patios and other, in certain other municipal property, bus stops, and so on. It's long been the case you can't smoke in elementary and secondary school grounds. Now in Ontario, you can't smoke on hospital grounds. And so this is continuing. There's more universities. McMaster University um, has just announced that they're going to be 100% smoke-free. In fact, it's already in, in place. Western University, uh, middle of 2019, and other institutions in Ontario are considering that. And I think the legalization of cannabis has forced the issue for communities. And the situation in Ontario is different than in other provinces. In Ontario, you will not be able to consume cannabis except on private residential property. Now, that could be outside a house, it could be outside an apartment building or a condominium, but it would be like alcohol um, in the sense that you can't walk down the sidewalk drinking a beer, you won't be able to walk down a sidewalk drinking cannabis. Most other provinces, um, it's not as restrictive, and you won't be able to smoke where smoking of tobacco is banned, but you'll be able to smoke other places, which is prompted at the local level communities to say, hey, wait a minute, we don't want to be breathing in secondhand cannabis smoke on the sidewalk. There's a particular smell to cannabis more than tobacco. You know, we don't want our kids in this type of uh, context. And so we're seeing municipalities looking to act more. But how realistic is it? I mean, how enforceable is this? Well, we've seen that over time, smoking restrictions that were thought to be unenforceable have proved to work out very well. And what we have now in Ontario has been widely accepted. At one time, it was thought to be impossible to ban smoking in bars. Or people say, well, Quebec, you'll never ban smoking in bars. Well, that's because you can kick him out of somewhere, but you can't kick someone off the street. I mean, off a public street. I mean, uh, obviously, I'm going to take the contrary here, only for the sake of of argument and and you giving me, you know, the answer to this and your side of this. So I'm playing devil's advocate here a little bit. But it's going to be a bit harder to remove people from the sidewalk, say. Well, you know, people don't drink alcohol on the sidewalk. And I think... I mean, the way it'll work um, is that it, typically at the beginning there'll be warnings and there'll be public education. You know, there may be signage in certain places. For example, if you had a municipal plaza or something like that. Um, but people give out tickets. And, you know, in the same way that, um, you know, I think, you know, that'll encourage people. And other non-smokers will complain. So we now have a situation in Ontario, 85% of the population are non-smokers. We're down to 15% who are smokers. And so uh, people, as we more and more get accustomed to non-smoking places and smoke-free, people notice secondhand smoke a lot more. Mm. But people will speak up and people, want, uh, people will not want to, you know, be bothering other people.
I want to, uh, you know, state the fact that I am not a big fan of smoking at all. I mean, I, I was just in Italy and I couldn't believe how much they still smoke. And I thought, gosh, your lung cancer rate must be huge. Um, but, I, you know, just to touch on this, when we become legal, are we running into another situation here? Because I know there are people that smoke pot and people that smoke cigarettes that are listening to the program. And, you know, I can't change them. I'm only responsible for myself. But um, is this another situation where we're vilifying something that the government has said is legal and, you know, go ahead? Well, the thing is, secondhand smoke is harmful. It contains toxins. It contains cancer-causing substances. And people shouldn't be exposed to this. And we um, and people have no right to harm other people. And, you know, you even like there's no such thing as secondhand alcohol by walking down the street. Now, the drinking and driving is a very important issue. Um, but, you know, there's no right to harm somebody else. And so people, this isn't, like what Halifax is doing is not going to ban smoking everywhere outdoors in Halifax. It'll just be on municipal property. So it will not apply to private residential property. It will not apply to, like, a business or a shopping mall parking lot or a factory or an office building parking lot and so on or those types of grounds. So it's just on municipal property. So we're going to see a lot of people going out to parking lots to smoke joints. Well, I mean... Uh, it'll it'll certainly restrict it, right? You know, in terms of um, you know, Halifax has left open the possibility of certain designated smoking areas that'll be allowed. So the principle will be not that you can smoke everywhere except where it's banned, but it'll be banned except where you can smoke. So there'll, there'll still be possibilities outdoors for people to smoke in Halifax. I I wish that everyone would stop smoking. I think it's uh, you know it's it's not a good habit. It's uh, you know my my grandmother died of lung cancer. I just think it's it's a horrible nasty habit. Um, Dr. Robert Strang, Nova Scotia's chief medical officer of health, said that the province has to offer more support for those trying to quit smoking here because we're going to deal with a, a bunch of people who are um, already marginalized. That um, you know, this bylaw will have some unintended consequences um, for. And what do you say to that? We agree, and we need to do um, far more in terms of providing support for smoking cessation. There are programs in place now. So, for example, on every cigarette package, there's a toll-free number. You know, everyone across Canada can get free, personalized advice and counseling on, on how to quit smoking. Uh, but we can do more um, in terms of programs. So, I certainly would agree with Dr. Strang. How many people are still smoking in Canada? Do we have a stat on that? We do. So nationwide, it's down to 16%, 15% in Ontario. And in 1965, 50% of Canadians smoked, including 61% of men. So we've, we've really come a long way, but there's still 5 million Canadians who smoke, 45,000 deaths a year from smoking, um, and 30% of all cancer deaths. Mm-hmm. So you know, a lot of work remains to be done. And one of the benefits... You know, apart from restrictions and secondhand smoke and protection from secondhand smoke, is that the more places that you restrict where you can smoke, it's a further motivation to quit. And what about the shame motivation? Is that a big part of it too? Well, I think clearly smoking has a less positive social um, lifestyle aspect than it used to be. You know, you go to bars and hang around with your friends and so on, and it's less socially acceptable. And I think that is a motivator to quit. You certainly health concerns are certainly cost is. I think social acceptability is a big motivator. And if, you know, you have fewer friends and co-workers who smoke, um, that's a motivation. Your family members, you know, if, if your spouse smokes or doesn't and you smoke, that's going to be a big motivator if you're going to want to quit or not. Rob, I appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for being here. 
Kelly, thanks. Anytime. Have a great day. That's Rob Cunningham. He's senior policy analyst with the cancer, uh, the Canadian Cancer Society, Halifax, one of the first cities to ban um, smoking on, you know, in municipal property. And this will happen after Labor Day. Roads, parks, sidewalks, you got them. You're not smoking them, whether it's marijuana or cigarettes in Halifax.